Get that all the time. I just like, oh, we love to do abs. We love to do abs. Why do you love to do abs so much? Because I just, I got this fat on my stomach and I need to do (laughs) sit-ups to get rid of it. Not going to happen through exercise, guys. You know, everyone and their mother is starting a podcast, so why not start a podcast with your mother? (laughs) Welcome to Strong Bond. We are a mother-daughter fitness duo here to help make your journey a little easier. There are so many misconceptions and misinformation out there when it comes to overall health and fitness. You can achieve a healthy balance in your life without feeling restricted or obsessing about food and the scale. So come hang with us and learn what it truly means to take care of your body from the inside out. What's up, you guys? My name's Corinne. I'm Chrisanne. And welcome back to our podcast. Let me tell you how my day started this morning. (laughs) So I wake up. And the sheets are on the hallway floor, and my husband is in the spare bedroom sleeping. And his sheets are on the floor, I should say. And uh, he just started sleeping with our puppy. (laughs) I told him, you shouldn't sleep. I want the dog in the crate. I don't want the dog in the bed. And uh, yeah, she pooped. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Lesson learned. Keep the dog in the crate. (laughs) Did you have to, like... Oh, I throw get... those sheets away. I, I'm not even. Like, yeah, they're I they're in the garbage. I would not be able to handle that. Like, one time, Ellie, she she gets so excited whenever someone, like, is first saying hi to her when you come into our apartment. And she pees a little bit. And... Excitement pee. Every time Bobby comes home, though, she, like, cries and she's so excited. And he pet her on our bed. And I was like... No, don't do it. <laughs> Pees all over my comforter. <laughs> Great. And the one time I tried washing my comforter, I broke the washing machine. Oh, yeah. So I just make sure that obviously anytime we give Ellie a greeting, she's on the hardwood floor because she's going to pee herself. She can't help it. <laughs> oh, we love dogs. <laughs> we do. We do we, love dogs. We complain about them a lot, though, too. <laughs> So I want to get into talking um, a little today about like what is the magic number of sets and reps that you need to do to gain muscle or what's the magic number of sets and reps that you need to tone, which we're going to talk about toning and what is even toning. Right, right. When people say, I don't want muscle, I just want to be toned. It drives me nuts. Yeah, let's just clear that up. (laughs) Let's start with that, I guess. Yeah. Guys, toning is not a thing. You can't just tone. You have to be able to gain enough muscle and lose enough body fat to be considered toned. Toned. (laughs) That's all it is. Yeah. And I think what most, when women say they don't want to be muscular is they just don't want big bulky muscles or the look of, I know a lot of women don't want the look of, like, the real thin skin, veiny. Yeah. You know, I understand what they're saying. Like, they'll say in the gym or they'll say, you know, I don't, I just don't want to build up my arms. But I want, I want them to look toned. Right. So, it depends. If you are, if you have weight on you and you possibly do have muscle under there, 
we're not going to really see it because the weight, the fat is covering the muscle. Right. So you're not going to see it. Um, but if you haven't never worked out and you don't have much muscle tone, you're going to have to do weight training. But here's the thing also that women aren't realizing is that the women that say like, okay, I have a lot of fat um, and I have muscle underneath they think that the answer is, well, I just need to get all the fat off and I'll do cardio that way. Oh, right. And then I'll work on building muscle. Yeah. I used to think that, honestly, too. It's not true. You honestly will benefit more out of weightlifting, even if you have a lot of body fat on you, mm-hmm. than doing cardio every day. And another misconception is that you're going to just put muscle on. You know how hard it is to put muscle on? <laughs> I wish it was that easy, guys. Like, oh my goodness. I'm strategically eating around lifting to gain muscle and it's still hard. Right. And it takes so much time and women think like I, I gain muscle really quickly in my quads or in my arms and it's in your head, I think. Well, it depends. I mean, you can start working out and your jeans feel tighter. You feel a little thicker. That can happen. And a lot of it depends on are you working out and increasing your appetite? Very true. Because that does happen and you tend to overeat. So that's a lot of times what happens. People start working out and their appetite increases and their calories increase. And yeah, you're going to put on a little bit of weight with that. So it's really the balance of, you know, working out and trying not to increase. The old school role is going to be 80-20 and I still believe in it. Yeah. 20% is going to be working out, but people make it the 80% and the yeah. diet's the only the 20% because they're looking at their Apple Watch or their Fitbit and mm-hmm. they're like, well, I just burned 530 calories and I have all of this room to eat more. And I think we talked about that on one of the episodes beforehand that people think that they can make up for it, but it doesn't help that naturally our body is going to crave more food oh, whenever yeah. we're oh, yeah. working that much. And, and even mentally, oh, I worked out. I can eat. I <laughs> right. can eat this extra cookie. I worked out today. It's we all do it. deserving of it. Right. We all do it. So let's say you do want to build muscle. Is there a magic number of reps and sets and the weight you used to get there? I mean, if you want to build muscle, you do want to increase and eat and eat. You want to increase, <laughs> not, not increase eating. You want to increase the weight that you're using. So you can start lifting heavy and you can go to four to six reps. But it's low volume. You're not doing a lot of work when you're doing the four to six reps. Right. So you want, and also very important, I want to stress this. If you are going to do exercises that are four to six reps, you have to be very careful. You have to have some good form. Oh, mess of good form. And pick an exercise. I like. I wouldn't do that so much for squats no. if I wanted to build legs. I don't think I would want to do my heaviest or going to failure with that weight on my back and doing a regular squat. I would pick the leg press machine. I agree. And it's going to depend. There's not, just because one girl 
built her butt doing squats doesn't mean that's the only Only way way. Mm -mm. because everyone's different and every single exercise um, is going to be different for people. Our hips, both of us, they're bad. Like Mm -hmm. my hip mobility is god awful. Um, So it's really hard for me to get to the point of like either 90 degrees with my legs or lower to hit that, um, what do we call it? The butt wink. The butt wink, yes. To hit the butt wink, my hips won't do it. When you're doing heavy weights. With a squat on your back. Absolutely. So there's so many different squat variations you could do. I feel that I can do much better with the front squats getting lower. And it's just the way that my body She's works. quad dominant too. Yeah, I am very <laughs> quad dominant. Exactly. So you can mess around with the variations of squats. The landmine squats are great too. Those are great. Yeah. But Sumo when you... squats are my fave just because it helps with my hips. I have to point my toes out. Goblet squats. Holding that weight in front of you too. There's so many variations of squats. Find one that is comfortable for your body. Um, some people could put that weight on their back, squat down as low, and get that butt wink. And they're, I watch them, and I'm like, I'm jealous. I can't get that with that weight on my back. Exactly. Just, right. So pick a pick a exercise that's um, very safe to do heavy, and you can do that. But you also, if you want to build muscle, you also want to get the volume in, volume in. So you want to do like you know sets of ten to twenty. I mean, we did a program where we were doing 20 reps of everything, and we built muscle. Everything. Yeah. So it is a myth of higher reps means that you're going to burn more fat and tone up more. Like, don't believe that because it's just changing it up, keeping your body guessing. And like she said, we did that program where it was 20 reps and we focused on lighter weight because obviously we couldn't do very heavy weight. And Mm -hmm. we focused on form and that mind-muscle connection. And that program was so hard. (laughs) I have like PTSD just thinking about it. Well, because you get to 15 and literally that's you pushing out that extra five. And what you said there with the mind-muscle connection is so key. When you're building muscle... Whatever muscle, whatever you're working, no matter what the sets, reps, whatever, if you put your mind in that muscle and squeeze, you're going to just work it so much more. And I can tell you, I've gone through sets where we've done 20 and I'm like, oh, it's over already. Because the entire time I was thinking about what I was making for dinner or what I was going to do when I got home, where if I put my mind in the muscle for the whole time, it is so much harder. Right. Yeah. And I think that's where it's a huge game changer for some people. Because if you're not, if your brain is somewhere else and you're kind of just moseying through the workout and you do that 80% of the time, you're not going to get, it's kind of like you're wasting your time. It is a little waste of time. Yeah. So to sum up that whole thing of, you know, reps and sets and everything, basically change it up. Do some low reps do some high reps do i mean you can go as high high up to 30 if you wanted to make sure you're going to failure oh you know some of the time you don't have to go to failure all the time i don't really believe that that's really that healthy to do that to your body all the time do you remember when we worked out at this is when i was a teenager and this is before i started doing shows but i was really into working out and one of the gym owners wanted to train me oh i know where you're going with this i remember this killed me like when I tell you I, think I you had, cried one time I yeah but I almost passed out one time like 
I started to hate leg day because his leg days, he just believed that you have to go, you don't, yes, you have to go to failure, but you have to like literally die. Like you should feel dead after and he, that And he went to failure on every single thing you did. And I started hating working yeah. out at that point with oh. him. And that's where you guys don't need to kill yourselves Mm -mm. in the gym Mm -mm. you don't need to look at your apple watch and look like if i don't burn 500 calories i'm not leaving weightlifting is totally different when i sometimes will turn on um and see how many calories i burned through our lifting session it only says like 130 and some people think oh that's not good i need to make this Mm -hmm. harder i need to add jump squats in i need to add you have to pick a different then that's not your goal our goal is to build muscle right now and that's going to be taking you know as much rest as you need to in between sets which can be really boring believe me i've been there um and it's not about killing yourself it's that mind muscle connection that you're going to have and you push yourself to the point where yeah this is starting to i don't Mm want to even say hurt well the last few reps are going to be hard are going to be hard right exactly exactly so and we i mean you and i we're corinne and i are constantly just like okay one one program that we're doing we're gonna do drop sets we're gonna do supersets we're gonna do you know um maybe change up the reps yeah and then we'll create another program where it's kind of more of a basic and but that's where you can also bring up that you have to be consistent you shouldn't just go into the gym oh. and look at an Instagram workout and be like, okay, this is what I'm doing today. You need to have a program mm-hmm. and you need to be doing those same exercises over and over again to be able to watch yourself progress. It's actually, a, what is it, a meso, meso cycle where you take 12 weeks and you do a certain workout. You know, maybe not even 12 weeks. Maybe you want to do it for eight weeks. You know what I mean? And you do it and you repeat some of the things so you could see your progression. So, you know, take it, take it in programs. I mean, I feel that that's just the easiest for me to sustain. And when I'm in a program, I don't want to break it. I love that fact about programs. You don't have to think you just do it. Yeah. And we've been creating programs that eventually I do want to have up on my website um, that we've been doing. It's just we want to make this as simple as possible for you guys and like actually film the exercises too to show you um, exactly how to have proper form because that is going to be number one. Um, so keep an, out, keep an eye out for those in the future because we have already a couple written up, but yeah, <laughs> it's just going to We're experimenting on ourselves too. Like we do them to see how it feels, you know. What's what a change? Kind, yeah, what kind of gains do we get from it and everything. So yeah, just that's exciting to come up with. Yeah, so I would say, guys, if your main goal is to build muscle to even tone up, um, even though that's lose not body a thing, fat, lose body fat, follow a lifting program. Mm-hmm. Don't just go off of Instagram and pick one exercise from Susie and one from Sally because it's not going to be consistent enough. Um, and I did, guys, I did that for years though. And I didn't see any progress. I would just go into the gym, either follow a workout I saw online or, um, I would just make it up and I was never consistent. And it's like, you know, I've been lifting since I was 14 years old. I should be farther along, but I wasted that many years of just thinking I knew it all. Mm -hmm. And then as soon as I started programs, I was like, oh, I'm seeing all of these results and... 
What the, have I been doing for the last how many years? Right. And the, one of the greatest things to see is the, like, okay, I was able to lift, you know, what was that? I was, I was having a hard time with the 70 pounds pulling down for lap pull down. And all of a sudden we're doing 85 pounds. Yeah. Like, you know, it just, because we were very consistent with it. And can I just point out, like, mind you, she is 50. I am turning 26. She lifts heavier than me for most of these <laughs> exercises. So when I tell you age is just a number. Oh, yeah. Age is just a number. It's just a number. Yeah. <laughs> I want to get stronger. All right. Let's go on to some other, um, like, when do you take a rest? I, I We get that question a lot as well. Like, when do you know when to take a rest? And that's another thing about following programs that is great. Because once you finish a program, take a week off. Yeah. Or two and, weeks off if you need and it. you're not going to lose your progress. A lot of my clients have such a hard time when I tell them, hey, you've literally completed like your 150th workout. Um, <laughs> you need to take a break. Yeah. And they're like, what? Am I going to lose all my progress? No, your body needs it more than you know. Mm-hmm. I actually had to learn that. I, I really, I don't know how to take a break. I don't, I never want to stop. Um, but actually it was, um, a chiropractor, um, Dr. Joel, who, when I would told him about a program that I did or anything, he's like, okay, when do you break? I'm like, break? What's that? (laughs) What's that? What do you need? Take a break. I'll take a break. I can't take a break. Um, and he would explain to me, like he would do the P90X or he would do one of those programs and take at least two weeks off for his body to recover. And I was just like, yeah, I guess I should incorporate that. It's just really hard. I mean, I, I don't like even our, we're, we're following a program now. And I really think the only thing it's like, I'm excited to take a break on is you're moving into your house. The yeah, week so that we'll we're still moving. be lifting heavy things yeah. whenever we're moving, but that will be our, week our break off. week off. Yes. Yes. Just concentrate on that. So I also think you need to listen to your body. If you're in the middle of a 12 week program and you are just hurting and you know you're you're getting injuries and stuff then you know it's okay take a week off continue the program like you got to listen to your body as well exactly your body is sending you a signal like hey i can't go on much longer and that's where injury is going to come into play mm-hmm. guys and you do not want that because then you're going to take off way longer than a week or two Mm -hmm. if you end up dealing with an injury. Mm -hmm. Exhaustion, aches and pains, and hurting are definitely signs that, you know. I I had that. Like, when I used to train for my bodybuilding competitions, my trainer never really told me to rest. Like, Mm -hmm. he never added that Mm -hmm. into my plan. You know, you finished a show and right after he was, okay, here's another show. Let's go right into it. right into it. And... I just remember being, I, I got sick and it was probably just due to the fact of the, you know, res- restrictive diet I was on and the constant of either cardio or lifting weights or both. Um, you tore yourself down. You would never let yourself build up. That's right. really what it was. And so I remember I was sick and I forced myself uh, to go downstairs and at least go on the treadmill and run. And thinking back to that. It's just like, Psychoness. why did I do that? <laughs> but guys, it is so important to give your body a rest. That is also how you are going to recover from building muscle. Like mm-hmm. your muscles need that break. And if you keep tearing them down and tearing them down, they're never going to build back up. And 
the best way to understand what happens whenever you are building muscle is whenever you are doing any sort of resistance training, you have little tiny fibers in your muscles that tear. And all of those tears have to obviously come back together. And the way that they do that is going to be through protein and Mm -hmm. carbs. And rest. And rest. Shuttles into your muscles. And then that's whenever... And when they form, they form stronger. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So so you tear down in the gym. At home, you rest, recover, and build. You're not building in the gym. You're tearing down. Fuel. Fuel your body. Fuel your body. Because if right. you're doing all of these weightlifting programs and you're not fueling your body with the food, again, you're wasting your time, which I also learned. Because I was really big into intermittent fasting and I we would, you know, work out in the morning. Both of us did. We'd work Always. out in the morning and then go all day because we were both teaching classes at a gym. <laughs> yeah. I could have been- Well, I wanted the mental clarity. I wanted the energy. I wanted... And I always thought if I ate, that's going to blunt that. Boy, have I learned that that's not... You know, that is not true. You do get mental clarity when you're fasted. I get that. But I also have mental clarity when I eat right, too. It's not, you know... I didn't sit down to, you know, a feast before I'm going to go start a class. Just fuel up a little bit and continue on. I mean, you know where you're going to do something that you need to think or you know you're going to do something that you need to work out, starving yourself, you don't have to still get those same benefits. You can just have a small little snack. You know what I mean? If you you can't go without food for a long time, just have a small little snack. Food is fuel. You have Mm -hmm. to remember that. You have to eat. Mm -hmm. Speaking of food and fuel, um, there's another thing that you can't do um to your body manipulating wise and that's spot reduce look at that all the time i just like oh we love to do abs we love to do abs why do you love to do abs so much because i just i got this fat on my stomach and i need to do (laughs) sit-ups to get rid of it not gonna happen through exercise guys no will you build the muscle in a strong core absolutely and that is great and that is so important having a strong core is like a foundation that your body does need especially but i know that there are classes and gyms surrounded just on core and meanwhile I don't think what most people realize is when you're doing a squat, when you are, you know, when I'm doing a lat pull down, I'm using my core. You use your core in all your movements, especially if you concentrate. You can feel it. You're using your core. So um, the myth of spot reducing can't happen. It can't happen. It can't happen. You cannot spot reduce, guys. If you need to lose that... What do they call that underneath your arm? The Tringo, grandma arm. Oh, I don't want to say grandma. <laughs> Thank you. I could be a grandma soon. <laughs> the bingo arm. Yes. Um. You. When you know you're trying to get rid of bra fat. That's another one. Yeah. The... Unfortunately, you have to reduce overall body fat, and genetics are going to play a part in that. They are. Yeah. So when I lose body fat. My first place is pretty much my face, my neck, my arms. My last place for body fat to go is my legs. It's awful. See, I kind of wish that was like that because mine is the stomach and the back. Like, I lose weight, yes, face first. I gain weight face first, too. Um, then, like, upper body, 
boobs totally gone, unfortunately. <laughs> um, and then it goes to my legs. And then the last place is always my stomach and my back. I can't mm-hmm. stand it. <laughs> but like she said, like her, hers is different. Mine's different. Mm-hmm. I'm built like my dad, unfortunately. <laughs> and that's just where genetics plays a huge role into this. And we don't have a say in where we can nope. choose to lose fat or nope. not. No, I wish it we could. Doesn't matter. It does not matter how many sit-ups you do. It doesn't matter. Now, you can firm up that area with weightlifting. So say it is bra fat that is your, you know, I just can't stand this, whatever. Yes, it's gonna be overall fat reduction, but you can do like lat pull downs, you can do rows, you can do you know, the back of the arm, you could do tricep work. Because your muscle is going to fill that It'll up. firm it up. Yeah. Exactly. So you don't have maybe so much of the bulge. I, I honestly noticed, because you know how, like, how much I hate doing biceps? The more that we have been doing biceps and triceps, my arms feel thinner the more mm. I am working them. And it's just due to the fact that we're firming them up. Yep. They don't feel as flabby. Yep. So <laughs> definitely weightlifting um in those areas that you want to i'm not going to say you're going to shrink it so much but you're going to firm it up yeah so yeah no spot reducing guys you can't do it no. you can spot build you can spot build for mm-hmm. sure we're trying to really grow our booties right now and uh we're getting there <laughs> yeah so now the question comes into play is where do we implement cardio do we need to do a lot of cardio like where does this fall into our plan? Well, cardio, you have to be careful with. You do want cardio. Um, cardio is a great calorie burner. We know that. But when you overdo cardio, you're also going to lose some muscle. And our your goal, when you want to firm, when you want to build muscle, when you want to lose weight, their goal is always to have as much muscle on your body as possible. Because your muscle on your body, and we'll say it probably a thousand times in our talks, gives you the best metabolic rate. And that is what burns calories. So, I mean, because it's doing it all day long. Exactly. You do cardio, you're going to burn some calories, and then it will stop. You do hit high intensity, you're going to let a little bit more out of that because... You're going to have a little bit more of the afterburn where, yeah. So steady state cardio has its place. It's good for cardiovascular endurance. Um, it's good, you know, but it's not good hours upon a time. It's no. good for 20 minutes. And you were listening to that one pod. Was it a podcast or a video of that one lady that her way of pretty much punishing herself if she overdid any sort of cheat um, she would do hours oh. and hours of well, cardio. Well, that's that is um, instead of purging by throwing up, and this is binge and purge, yeah, basically. And instead of um, purging by throwing up, she purged with exercise. So she would have a binge, and I mean, this is a very common thing, very, very common. common thing, a binge, and then the guilt is so like, oh my gosh, I have to burn this off. And she would do four hours of cardio and feel exhausted. Yeah. And that's another thing, too. You do cardio and you feel exhausted, then the rest of your day is shot and you're probably not going to move as much. So where did you just benefit from, you know? And you guys can refer back to our episode discussing 
we said hit or steady state what is the mm. best cardio right. for you and we really dive into this a lot deeper if you i think it, i believe it's like our second episode yeah yeah so we don't have to get into it too much you could just go back and listen to that but there is a place for cardio right and honestly sometimes it's for people like mentally it just makes them feel better oh, and they, yeah a lot of people actually enjoy it i We'll never relate. <laughs> well, you don't enjoy long distance. I hate it. Um, but I do think you enjoy hit. I do. Yeah. It feels good. Well, and, that, and it's that hit will give you the runner's high. It will. Yeah. yeah. So I used to be a runner in my 30s before. I mean, and I would do that constantly. I, I never lost weight with it. So it kind of was a very discouraging thing for me. And my knee started hurting when I was in my 30s. And I am thought, dear Lord, what am I going to do when I'm in my 50s? I'm not going to have this. So that's when I discovered HIT, And I got the same feeling of, you know, that 45, 50-minute run. When you're done, that runner's high. Mm-hmm. I got it from HIT, And it, I could get it in 15, 20 minutes. <laughs> right. And I still, like, every time I go to do it. Because right now, just so you guys know, like, we do, like, a type of cardio 20 minutes max one to two times a week Mm -hmm. and then we'll add walking in as well just because i think that's more therapeutic for us time wise too you want to time your cardio with your lifting and i always say do it afterwards never do your cardio before lifting you want your gains and your strength with lifting and then go ahead and do your cardio afterwards and plus you know that increases the fat loss so do you remember i'm going back to my shows again though um we would lift you would teach your hit class, and then I would go run on the treadmill afterwards. Yeah, I do remember. I think this is why I hate cardio so much. <laughs> I'm just scarred from it for the, so many years of doing all of that. If I could choose never to do cardio again and just, like, walk the rest of my life, I really would be content, and I would add hit maybe, like, once a month. And you can do that. You can. <laughs> you can do that. You, I mean, absolutely you can. But, you know, it always comes down to we always think in the way of calories in, calories out. And I think that's why people do cardio. Absolutely. That's how they're taught. The diet culture has taught them to move more, eat less, you're going to lose weight because you have to be in a caloric deficit. They're not wrong, but people abuse it. Exactly. And that's where the, when the abuse comes in, you do it too much or you obsess about it. And that's where that's where it becomes unhealthy. Right. It's so much harder than people think of like just balance of knowing when to take a break when to maybe not push another three miles that you're running Mm -hmm. and then your body will get used to it unfortunately the more things too much of anything i'm always going to say is a bad thing even if you believe it's the healthiest thing out there too much of anything's not going to be good Mm -hmm. this is where we talk about that balanced lifestyle you have to you have to find your balance you really do so guys to sum everything up in this episode you cannot tone unfortunately you cannot spot reduce we're gonna take those myths out right then or we're gonna take those misconceptions out Mm -hmm. right here Mm -hmm. um you want to focus more on resistance training lifting weights than cardio because that is how we are going to spot build (laughs) get (laughs) our body a little bit more firm i like that Mm -hmm. um and then, of course, implement cardio when necessary. And you I, shouldn't I love abuse your, any of this. I love your 80-20 rule. It's when it, so important. Yeah, I really, I love that role. It's very balanced. And the also always remember, guys, that 
the food part, your diet is also following that 80-20 rule. You have, it's all your diet. And we don't want to leave you hanging. So the next episode should be starting to get into diets. Yeah. Let's talk about diets. I, I agree that because it, it's really, we should so be 80% of our talks <laughs> right. really should be. We yeah. have so much. To and we love talking food. That. Who oh. doesn't love talking food? Heck yeah. <laughs> I don't mess around when it comes to food. Oh, nice. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So um, keep an eye out for our next... Keep an eye out for that episode coming out next week. Um, And don't forget to give us that five-star review, guys. That helps us out more than you can even begin to understand. And until next time, we'll see you. Bye, guys.